I really like narwhals. Welcome to Saturday, a podcast for sads and gays. I really like narwhals. Here's why I like narwhals. They're the unicorns of the sea. They people think that they don't exist, but they do. They they serve key they bussy. Narwhals are very just they're just very queer. They're queer little sea critters that are really super cool and I like them a lot. They have become my friends. I I don't know much about them. I could learn a lot more, but narwhals are a part of my life now. They are integral to my being as of late. So recently, narwhals have got me thinking more critically about my gender, and I will get to that. And yes, I know I talk about my gender a lot. This podcast is called Saturday. Again, it's for sads and gays. What more did you fucking expect? Also, I'm really stoned. I'm not drunk this time. Turns out I can record an episode without drinking. Can I record it without smoking? Don't fucking ask me that. How fucking dare you? Go off. Leave. Get out. Get out. But narwhals and gender. Why do I think of this right now? There's a few reasons. I was doing some work at the library. I was typing away at the library, my local library, and a librarian was looking at a book today talking about narwhals. And the librarian stated, I didn't know narwhals existed. I had no idea they existed. Now, I have over the years, I don't know what, I don't know when it happened. I don't know how exactly. I just know within the past few years, something about narwhals, I've been gravitating to them. It's just something in the air. I just find them really fascinating. It's just wild to me that there's this just like giant whale swimming in the ocean with like one fucking horn that like really isn't a horn. It's just a really fucking long tooth and just swimming around being a unicorn in the fucking water. And people just know this is happening and they're like not fucking completely mind boggled by that. Like, we're looking for the Loch Ness Monster, who, like, I think realistically exists. But, like, meanwhile, narwhals are fucking real. And we don't, we don't admit that. We don't acknowledge that. We don't fucking respect that. This is fucking America. Jesus Christ, people. If you can't, this is why we have a gender problem in America. Because people don't think about narwhals enough. We can't understand things outside of the male-female binary if we don't yet fully fucking acknowledge that there's fucking sea unicorns down in the Canadian Arctic. Can you fucking believe that? Anyway, I was in the library, like, this librarian was like, oh my god, like, I didn't know narwhals existed, and like, I just, I, I've had a growing interest in narwhals, and like, I just wanted to blurt out, like, I didn't finally, and I did, I, I like, 
I ran over because of the tisms. I like I fucking ran over and I was like, oh my god, narwhals! Like, yeah, you didn't know narwhals existed. I'm like, yeah, they're called like the the unicorns of the sea. And then I was like about to go off about like oh and i realized i didn't know too too much but like i was gonna go like oh yeah and like their horn is what you think is a horn is actually like or a tusk is actually a really long tooth um and like i realized that was the only thing that i knew about them and like now i know a little more facts like i know that like you know there's about like an estimate of like eighty thousand of them left so they're like seen as uh endangered or at risk of being endangered and like I said before, they're predominantly around the uh, Canadian Arctic. They live for about 50 years. I, this conversation about narwhals just got me thinking about why am I suddenly into narwhals? And I remember a few, maybe a year or two ago, going on social media, either like Twitter or TikTok or something like that. And it was like queer people, non-binary people, transgender people, whoever, um, talking about i think it was also i i don't think it was just queer and transgender people but specifically uh neurodivergent people which like frankly honestly if you're queer you're neurodivergent i'm sorry those are the rules and they were saying like if you're queer you have like this really specific hyper fixation and an obsession with one specific random ass animal and I realized I had that. Maybe I developed that unconsciously because I heard that. Like, maybe it was just mimicry, you know what I mean? But anyway, I realized, like, narwhals, they're cool. I like them. And I think it's because of just an association with obscuring uh, boundaries. Obscuring, like, binaries that are made between different types of animals. You know? Like, whales can't have horns. Whales can't also be horse-like, uh, not horse-like, unicorn-like. You know, whales can't be a mix between something like a fucking mammoth or some shit. And it's like, actually, yes, the fuck they can and they do. I mean, don't, don't birds, haven't they evolved from reptiles or some shit? I don't know. There's something like that, right? And that YouTube video, The World in 24 Seconds or some shit, you know what I mean? That is a queer animal that is a queer gender bending animal and i will not be convinced otherwise thank you for coming to my ted talk so i recently was thinking about this a lot more i was recently thinking about this a lot more because of actually a shitty thing that happened to me which i'm how do i talk about this delicately i might include the recording of the clip i recently had a acquaintance who is just struggling with mental health issues send me a recording of their partner talking a lot of shit about me and basically saying that i'll just include the clip so as you heard lot to unpack there to give it a little bit more context to people who might not be familiar with the podcast or whatever hi hey there i am a non-binary person i consider myself non-binary and i've done an episode on this i believe it was called bad bitch in a cheap dress season one don't remember the episode number 
but basically that's all there talking about thrift stores and how it is gender affirming i consider myself non-binary and the way i've been justifying it is if you're gonna give me a fucking option to opt out of masculinity and femininity i'm gonna take it i can acknowledge that there's biology and different chromosomes and different hormones and all that stuff and no queer or trans person or for the most part none that i've spoken to collectively have denied that ever but what we have said is that there are ways that behaviors are attributed to these concrete ideas as if they're concrete and stable and they're not so if women means or being a woman or being feminine means presenting in a certain way or having a certain set of chromosomes or having your period or uh having babies that does not happen to all women that does not happen to all cis women showing that the ways that we've developed certain definitions of gender aren't entirely based on facts. It's a way that we've categorized certain behaviors, certain observations, often as a way to control, control specific types of bodies. So that was a rant, but my Sparknotes version, or just the way that I simply reply to things about gender that I really am sick of like trying to defend is if we're collectively agreeing as a society that we don't have to identify as men or women, I'm a hop on that train. I'm going to jump on that train, chugga chugga choo choo. I hope it's Thomas the non-binary tank engine who is riding me away from the masculine feminine binary and even the non-binary binary. Just something different. I like to switch it up. I'll change my gender every fucking five seconds, motherfucker. If I have an option to, I'm taking it. If I have an option to do whatever the fuck I want with gender, I'm gonna do it. I'm a fucking narwhal. This is the point I'm getting at. I am a fucking narwhal. I am a narwhal. I'm a narwhal. I don't have one long tooth that people mistake for a tusk, but I am a mix of different types of creatures that creates a brand new thing that expands all definitions of other things that you thought of before. I'm a fucking miracle sea unicorn, okay? That's it. So this person that just said, like, all these, like, just, like, kind of mean-spirited things about me, that I'm a gay dude who wears dresses and talks about my suicide attempts on Saturday, uh, I've had suicide attempts and I wear dresses, therefore I'm at harm, I'm unsafe, I'm at risk for people. I don't understand why me wearing dresses is associated with my having to try to kill myself before with my suicide attempts. I don't know why wearing dresses is associated with me being mentally ill. 
And I think that's really harmful. And I think it has been historically harmful for many people for many, many centuries, for centuries at least. I am now myself and still being told that I'm unwell for it. And when I wasn't being myself and was hurting myself, I was also unwell. There has not been a space for me to simply exist safely without being seen as a threat to others or an abomination, just a ungodly combination of things that were beneath humanity. And a lot of the times with certain sea creatures or if you look into certain old depictions of monsters of the sea, you discover that they're different types of actual animals. So mermaids, for example, I believe those were walruses that people in, I want to say like the, the medieval times would just mistake for mermaids. They just saw them and they made up all these stories about them. So narwhals could be, are like part of that history, you know, like they're just things that have always existed and been, or have existed for a long ass time and have been these beautiful creatures that are a mix of all these different types of animals and presentations and survival tactics and people probably made them look like monsters because that's what they do people made you know manatees look like mermaids which were sirens which were singing men to their death people mythologize things they don't understand to make them seem harmful and that's fucking harmful dude that causes a lot of people unnecessary distress and violence and just unsafety. Harm. Just pure harm. So I didn't record my podcast for multiple weeks now or compose my newsletter because of multiple reasons. In all honesty, I got really bad food poisoning a couple weeks ago. I received this message shortly after that. I'm also, as a PhD student, working on a conference on the influence of social media and queer... Well, actually, it's more like the use of social media to challenge transphobic ideas that spread online, particularly through the alt-right, TERFs, so on and so forth. So it was really timely that all of this happened, but... My creative block has been because I'm just really busy and I want to start making money off my work. And I know I mentioned doing a podcast in the future, which is still in the running, but this set me back. To be honest, it set me back uh, while I was also using TikTok. I noticed I was getting a lot of flack for my presentation for just, I have a receding hairline and I wear makeup, and I have five o'clock shadow, and I, in many ways, I will be read as a gay man, in the same way that narwhals will maybe just be read as whales, and we're not seeing the full picture, and that's really sad. Or they just see them as not existing at all. I want to be a thing that can exist without public scrutiny, and I know that's impossible, 
maybe that's why I'm obsessed with narwhals because they provide me with this real and also mythological idea of what it means to be super unique and beautiful. Being your authentic self, unfortunately, has a price in today's society that we live inside of, you know? It has consequences, and queer and otherwise marginalized, especially non-white QT BIPOC people, face the brunt of this in extremes unimaginable to so many people, so many listeners. I'm getting off my soapbox right now to just say that I think that's why I've been so interested in this symbol. In the same way that people are really interested in mermaids, mermaids are often understood as a metaphor for transness. Uh, That's why they have the Mermaid Foundation. Is that what it's called? I'm screwing up the name. And similar with unicorns. Unicorns represent a certain queerness, but they also represent, you know, Silicon Valley. I guess that's a common term to use in Silicon Valley. We co-opt a lot of these mythologies when they serve us well, and when they don't, we just completely toss them aside. If I've learned anything in my 30 years and three months of being alive, it's that people like to talk like they really like realness like they really like honesty or like they really like these certain sets of ideas but they really just don't like to be told that their view of the world is not everyone else's view of the world and that there's beauty in things that they weren't taught to see and that angers them a lot When people have to change their perspective, when people have to look at places and things from a position of understanding and compassion, and they've been taught to never do that in their lives at all, it's a threat to them. It threatens their position of power. And that's why they want to either destroy it or, or act as if it never existed. This is what happens with queer people. This is what happens with all sorts of marginalized people. People see something that's unfamiliar to them, and their instinct is to back away often, is to get rid of it, is to destroy the alien threat. So when someone sees a confident person who is normally read as dressing and acting and behaving in certain ways, when they see that person doing the opposite, doing something different, it threatens their reality. It cracks their perception on things. And when their world that they've spent so long trying to defend and build for whatever sense of false security they have when that starts to dwindle or alter a little bit it feels as though it threatens their safety so it's something that people adamantly seek out to destroy and in a fucked up way i understand that but at the same time 
once you know that that's a fucked up way of thinking, once you know that your worldview is possibly wrong or prone to be wrong or that you've been taught a set of beliefs by people who have been told to sustain certain hierarchies that have fucked up so many people, once you know that and then you see someone that offers an alternative to your perception and you choose to see someone in a certain light, when you choose to make certain people and ideas and things invisible, when you try to say that narwhals don't exist, um, that's really fucked up. And that's, it's bullshit. In the words of George Carlin, that's bullshit and it's bad for you. I think I'm going to end on that note. I want to, you know, I want to say a few positive things. Wrapping up here. The world is a vampire set to drain. But that doesn't mean we have to be so drained by it. You know what I mean, man? Falling in love with some sort of idea or some creature that allows you to exist as your most fulfilled self that's a great feeling i fucking love narwhals i'm very stoned and i love narwhals and i love my dresses and i will keep loving my dresses and my narwhals and i hope you will too i hope you will love my narwhals and my dresses thank you so much I love you. There will be more Saturday episodes coming up. I am no longer taking as long as a break as I did, but I needed it. Thank you so much for understanding. You can follow me at Mix Underworld on TikTok and Instagram, MX Underworld. You can also subscribe to my newsletter, saturday.substack.com. One will be out the same time that this episode comes out. So go do that and rate and review me, please. And look into narwhals please thank you so much happy saturday